Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. It's often said that nothing can prepare you for life with a newborn. And while I agree to a certain extent, I've also seen how much difference certain preparations can make, like having people drop off food or having someone come over to watch the baby while you sleep for an hour. Danica Armstrong is someone who has all of that covered. That's because she's a postpartum doula. Hi, Danica. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I never knew what a postpartum doula was when I had my babies. And when I found out, I was like, what magic is this? And why did I not know this? When I had my babies, can you tell me what kinds of things you do? Yes, I. To be honest, I was the same. Uh, <laughs> I didn't find out what a postpartum doula was until I had my second baby. Uh, postpartum doula really replaces the role of the older kind of wise women in the village because so many of our mothers and aunts and what have you work now and they can't come in to help you. So they provide mm. practical, emotional, and physical support for you. In terms of your first baby, they'll talk to you about breastfeeding and that kind of thing to help you along, help with sleep and settling the baby. They'll do a little bit of housework like your washing and put that out for you or unpacking your dishwasher. And if you have older children, they'll also play with them so that you don't have to feel so guilty that you're stuck on a sofa snuggling a delightful little newborn. Oh, my goodness. I think this should be government supplied. Um, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) And look, I think if I throw myself back to when I was pregnant, had I heard about a postpartum doula, I probably would have thought, I can't afford that and it sounds like something only people with lots of money can do. How would you rationalise it to somebody who's just not thinking that that's an important service at the time? I think that it's super easy for people to feel like it's not an important service And there's two things that you need to look at. First of all, how much did you spend on your wedding? (laughs) And that lasts a day. (laughs) But more importantly, there's things out there that are designed to take the babies out of your arms. I hate these things. Coming to mind at the moment, I was looking at the Snoo, which costs $1,800. Wow. You could get six weeks of support from somebody for that type of money. And At the end of it, you'd know how to settle your baby. When your baby grows out of the snoo, you're back at square one. That's incredible, isn't it? When you uh, Actually, you know what? I, I did often think if I had have bought less things at 3 a.m. in the morning that were really cute little outfits for my baby, I probably could have afforded a postpartum doula. That's really good to put in that perspective. Can you tell me what it's been like for you doing your job through the various lockdowns through the pandemic how did you support new parents given I'm assuming you weren't able to go in and and fold clothes and support them in that respect yes it has it's been very challenging but the service has been more needed than ever before two things kind of came up which was the affordability of the services which we just talked about and then accessibility so if I can only show up to you know say I've got a young family so I can only help two or three clients a month 
how is that going to really help the fact that, you know, thousands of women are having babies every month? So what I came up with was the fact that, and I found out a lot more of this with my third baby is just four months old. We have the village, but we've lost the ability to ask for help. Yeah. So I created an online course which gives you the baby basics, but to be honest with you, nearly everything you need to learn about a newborn, you'll learn on the job in no time. But the most important things are supporting your relationships around you so that mum feels good, making sure that your partner has enough time off because a lot of time people think that two weeks is appropriate. It is not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the other thing is, is that everybody in your circle, they want to help you, but they don't know how. So there are things out there that make life really easy, like create, there's an app where you can have a meal delivery service and people will make meals and drop them off at your door. And that works really well if you're in a full lockdown because they, they don't even have to come in. It's, you know, asking your mum to take some time off work because now, you know, our mums and our aunts and, you know, other people in our lives, our parent figures all work. So can you take off this amount of time at this time? So if your partner has three weeks off, then your you know main parent comes in for three weeks or maybe your partner has two weeks then your mum comes in for two weeks then his mum comes in for two weeks and during those set times you don't do anything but hold your baby that's all you have to prioritize sorry it just sounds amazing It really is. And like, we've forgotten this. One of the things that came up in the pandemic was breastfeeding rates have actually gone up. And the reason for that is that women were at home and they had to be at home. And that is so important with establishing a breastfeeding relationship because it's a two-way street. If you can stay at home and do nothing for six weeks, you will find that breastfeeding will happen quicker and more easily and with less damage and less pain. And then you'll you'll have it for longer, which will also help with the current supply shortages. So that's a good thing that happened in lockdown. Were there any other positives that you saw come out of that period for new parents? I think uh, having your other partner at home to work which I'm currently navigating with my husband and it's challenging, but also (laughs) it's for him, he doesn't do the day-to-day baby stuff. It's kind of beyond his, his realm now. So for him to see what I need to do and have, you know, an extra adult pair of hands around the house, which means that if I'm putting her down, she's going through her sleep progression at the moment, which means that I have to suddenly dash upstairs to help resettle her because she hasn't learnt that yet. You know, a toddler isn't like running into the room to stop stop that from happening. (laughs) So that's handy. But the other thing is, is that dads are getting a chance to bond with their babies and they find that harder at the start when it's all about mum being the food source and the main source of comfort in the home for the last nine months. But when they're there, just physically there, seeing what happens, understanding what happens and being able to provide that physical help, I think, promotes that relationship between dad and baby a lot faster. Would you say that the main downside of lockdown was not being able to have that other physical support in the home? 
Yes, yes. As soon as we shut off people from outside your house, you know, like a mother figure or friends or anybody that wants to drop things off, they are physical support. And yes, get people to do your laundry and vacuum your floors and do things that make you feel good. But that's emotional support too. It takes a village to raise a mother. So when we locked down and stopped that and we have to create that online now for a while. Yeah. How did you find that though, creating those kind of relationships online? Sometimes we can find really great connections through the internet and sometimes it's just not the same as having someone there to hold your hand or give you a back rub or, you know, (laughs) be that sensory comfort as well as the emotional comfort. How did you find that as a doula? Did you find it worked well or was it a bit of a challenge? I would say it's a challenge. A lot of my parents that I've worked with still want that one-to-one program and I do have a digital course which is one-to-one and really it's about empowering a couple or a family together to find what they need within each other. So I, even though I'm not officially registered as one, I basically act as a counsellor in that role as opposed to doing the the little things that would make life easier for mum. If you had to give expecting parents any advice about the postpartum period, what would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. (laughs) Um, I think it would be to think about it. I know that's really broad, but generally speaking, I'm a birth educator as well. Most people won't come up with, well, a lot of people will not think about birth until about 36 weeks. And <laughs> it's, it's not too late. I can still teach people that's at that stage, but it would be great if you were thinking about it earlier. But then people get fixated on the birth and the cot and the, you know, the cute baby outfits and all of that is wonderful. And then you bring this tiny human home and it's the first time, if you're a first-time parent, that somebody is entirely reliant on you for survival. It's not like having a puppy or a kitten. It is (laughs) a human being that needs you to do literally everything for them. And... So many people just think like, oh, yeah, we'll work it out. And, yes, you'll work out nappy changes and bathing and all of that kind of stuff. You'll step into it. But what is harder to navigate is your relationship with a new, with a third person in it and how you will cope and how you will support yourself if you're not coping. And support each other, right? That's a challenge. Yes, It's alarming. A very high number of couples actually split up in the first 12 months after having a baby. Mm, That's sad, isn't it? You can learn so much together, even when it can be hard. Yes. But without that support, without the village, you end up just kind of resenting each other. It's tough. But listen, you've given us some um, food for thought in terms of perhaps employing a postpartum doula. Danica, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. That's doula Danica Armstrong. She's based in Brisbane, so if you'd like more information, check out the links in the notes of this episode. I'm Siobhan Hunt. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review us so we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, send your email to feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.